All right, let's make this happen in four, three, two, one. Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. It's me. It's me. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose live on the line with my boy on the other side of the state, Mr. Fermi. Welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Goose. Another week in the books. Crazy. We're what are we approaching week five now? Week five, leans, looks, and lines. A, a lot more data points out there, a lot more data in general for me. Any thoughts that you have as we start to enter conference play? Well, so two things. One, just looking over this week's slate, I thought there were a lot of really good games. And part of that is, of course, because it's we're going into conference play. And then secondly, this crazy hurricane on the East Coast is going to cause some chaos, I think. Um, it's hit, It's in Florida now. I think it's going to just sort of linger until Saturday. Sounds like down in the, you know, Georgia, Carolinas, kind of. So it, it could affect a lot of games in the Southeast this weekend. And it's, you know, my, my early lean is to just look at unders, but I don't even know if some of these games are going to happen. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I definitely want to try to stay away from, from the hurricane games. It's too unpredictable. Lines drop. You have no idea. I just I just want to stay away from those. I'm trying to center more of my stuff up north and, and to the Midwest. As you can probably hear my cat in the background who's crying about all the games that are changing and moving. I think it's great. I think it's great that we got games on Sunday right now. Some games are getting moved up. It's a good opportunity, I think, for me to see what overreactions happen. And if you're going to pull, uh, if you're going to pull a bet or actually place a bet, I would wait to the very end to see what happens personally to see how the winds are, how the rain is. That's just my opinion on the situation. Yeah, that's a good take. I mean, it, it is it is tough to lock something in this early. That being said, I mean, it's high risk, high reward because if the games happen and it's super sloppy, a lot of these unders from when they opened are going to hit. Right, uh, you know, just and it, I, I would think the advantage goes to running teams or obviously very good defensive teams, but I don't know weather. Weather can be all kinds of problems. So the, the one thing your, is, your is probably the best. Well, the one thing that I really wanted to play on, and this is actually playing into a bet on Friday night, is not trying to even over or underreact to things, but just accept them for what they are. Right, like whatever your initial perception of of a team in the summer. Now is the time to make that true reassessment to go, I was wrong or I was right. It's okay to say that you were wrong about a team. They might be better than what you think they are. There may be adjustments to a loss that you saw or a win that you saw week one or two, and now you look and go, whoa, wait a second. This team's for real, or whoa, this is not the team that I've seen for the past couple years. So there's a couple games on Thursday and Friday night. Let's get into them. You and I both have the same pick, maybe a different line. Starting on Thursday, Utah State-BYU. Utah State is getting 24.5 at BYU over under 60. Tulane at Houston. uh, Houston minus 2.5 over under 55. Middle Tennessee uh, at home off a big win plus 4.5 over under is now 63 against UTSA. San Diego State is getting 6 at Boise State over under is 39. And then we have two more games here on Friday night. Washington minus 2.5 at UCLA over under 64 and a half and UNLV. Wow. Minus 14 and a half over under 43 at home against New Mexico. Fermi, I locked it in at 62. I'm taking that over on middle Tennessee and UTSA. 
Yeah, I got it at 62 and a half this morning. So I'm on it as well. UTSA, four straight overs, Middle Tennessee, two straight. Both offenses are clicking. Both defenses are suspect. I, I really like the over 62 and a half is what I, I got it. I think if this game was at UTSA, I would be more hesitant to take the under because of how loud it is in UTSA's dome. I think that UTSA secondary, from, from what the numbers are showing, they're actually pretty competent. But you got to ride the high, right? Middle Tennessee is confident. Some people may say, well, this is a letdown spot. Going into conference play against someone that they've been getting beat up on, I don't know, Fermi. I think this is a pretty good opportunity to put up you know, some, some points here. You think about this, even at 31-31, you're going. Uh, I mean, goodness gracious, I'd like to believe that UTSA is good for at least 35 in this game. Middle Tennessee is competent enough to put up 31, right? Absolutely. I think both of these offenses are very good. That's 35-31 looks to be the line at that four range, and I, I fully think that should happen. UTSA's passing offense is pretty dangerous. A couple weeks ago, there was a fist fight on the Houston sideline against Kansas. Now they're minus two and a half at home against Tulane. I'll tell you what, Tulane is a tough team for me. I don't know if I would want to lay the points there with Houston. Also, how is Boise State? Their quarterback wants to transfer out. I think he's actually entered the transfer portal. Uh, San Diego State is everyone's punt darling, but not anymore. But, I mean, that is – I would stay so far away from that game, you're not going to get my money. Washington-UCLA, over under 64 and a half. I don't know, Fermi. UCLA is a quiet four and team here, but I don't think I don't think you can go against the Huskies considering what we knew about them last year. Yeah, I mean, both of those teams are pretty solid. I will say, I mean, I was looking up some stats today on on that game particularly. Penix is leading the nation in passing yards, man. I had no, I did not realize he was putting up those kind of numbers. His lowest passing total of the year was over three hundred yards. I think it was like three hundred eight. 12 touchdowns, one pick. DTR has eight touchdowns, one pick. And DTR is in the top 70. He's 75% completion percentage, which is in the top five. So both teams are just going to be explosive offensively. I was looking at that over. I think the line that I'm seeing today is 66. I don't know that I'm going to take it, but it's it's certainly on my radar. I, I feel like Washington's D could be...
Navy game. And, and I think Air Force can certainly run it up on Navy. Just because they run the option doesn't mean that they can defend against it. And then finally, I like this over. It's dropping. I don't know what the problem is with uh, Georgia State. Uh, they're 0-4 right now, but... I mean, 54 is is a good number. I think Army is going to run all over them. And Georgia State, assuming that they can get their passing offense clicking like they have the past couple weeks, no reason that game doesn't go over 54 for me. All right. So I already locked in the Air Force over 37 and a half. I, in my notes, I think they can score 40 themselves, like you said. Uh, they have They've scored over 40 themselves three out of their four games and the one game that wasn't was against wyoming i really like that over um kentucky ole miss is intriguing kentucky's plus six and a half is what i'm seeing battle of unbeatens and they get chris rodriguez back this is ole miss's first test of the year their first true test i think it's going to be a very good game i think kentucky can, can can cover that spread i really like oklahoma minus six and a half and I also lean on the under. Martinez last week, I watched that entire game. It was a great game. Martinez played out of his mind for Kansas State and really beat up Oklahoma with his legs. I mean, he had a good day passing as well, but a lot of that was opened up because of his his legs and Deuce Vaughn creating some space. I think this week Oklahoma rolls. Um, I don't think they – I mean, I think they could win by double digits, and that would not surprise me whatsoever. Dugan is just not that type of quarterback. He's not very mobile for TCU. Oklahoma's pass defense is pretty tough, and I think Gabriel's going to rebound and have – he has so many weapons. I think Oklahoma's going to put up some big numbers. Um, I, I like the Kansas State-Texas Tech game, but I don't think I'm going to bet it. I just don't think Martinez is going to play like that again this year. He was, I mean, he was out of his mind last year or last week. And did you watch that game? I did. It was impressive. I actually didn't get to say that line in full. It's Oklahoma minus 16 and a half over under 65, 68 and a half. I do like the over a little bit. It's funny that you say the under. I, I think TCU is fast. I mean, they can go. And so, you know, Oklahoma, I think, certainly has a rebound. If they're putting up 34 against Kansas State, uh, TCU's defense had some holes in it last week that SMU just could not capitalize on. And I really feel as though that this game could potentially fly over the over, uh, fly over the total. I think this one is potentially like 45, 45-38, 45-35. I think it's a high-scoring affair for me, in my opinion. Very good. I like it. Michigan getting 11. Oh, I'm sorry. Michigan minus 11 at Iowa over under 42. Texas State getting 22.5 over under 15.5 at James Madison. Northern Illinois minus 3.5 over under 59.5 at Ball State. UMass getting 20.5 at Eastern Michigan over under 53.5. Oregon State getting 10.5 over under 54.5 at Utah. East Carolina minus 9.5 over under 57 at South Florida. It's been moved to uh, Raymond James Stadium due to the weather, just as an FYI. So that's that's at a different stadium. Northwestern is getting 26.5 at Penn State over under 52. Wake Forest is getting 7 at Florida State over under 65. Michigan State is getting 8 at Maryland over under 60. And Virginia Tech is getting 9.5 at North Carolina over under 51.5. Fermi, Florida State 
surprisingly good uh, start to the season this year, 4-0, over under 65. I kind of like that total pushing a little bit. It opened at 65. I'm sorry, it opened at 66. It dropped. I, I assume that that game is going to still stay down in Florida, so I would stay away, but it is definitely intriguing to me. Also, Oregon State has shown themselves to be the real deal. I think if they're hanging with USC, I certainly think 10.5 is a lot. I mean, I understand Utah is that, you know, they're they're tough to play at home, but still that team, it seems as though with the way that they play, that they could certainly travel if they run the ball the same way they did this past weekend. And I'm not going to take it, but I told you James Madison was good. I told you they were, they were a complete team for me. So I wouldn't take it minus 22 and a half, but if that total gets under 50, I might have to take the over because I think James Madison is for real. Yeah, they, they're, they're very talented. The weight game, weight plus seven, if it was dry and I knew the conditions, I would certainly take them to beat Florida State um, plus seven. I, I really like Hartman. I just don't know what the weather's going to be like. And if they can't throw, they are not the same team at all. So I'm gonna, I'm probably going to completely fade that game. Virginia Tech plus nine at UNC over under 51 and a half is what I saw earlier today. I lean under there. Um, I think the hurricane is really going to cause problems there um, in Chapel Hill. If the game stays there, I'm going to be on that under. Um, and I do agree with you about Oregon State. I like that line as well. I just don't know if they can they can bounce back after that loss last week. Um, they really outplayed USC for the, pretty much the entire game, um, and just and let them let them win at the end. Um, it was a great play, but still, Oregon State had them on the ropes for sure. Baylor minus two at home against Oklahoma State over under 56 and a half. Iowa State minus three on the road at Kansas over under 58 and a half. Rutgers getting 40 and a half at Ohio State over under 59 and a half. Alabama minus 17 and a half at Arkansas over under 61. Central Michigan getting seven and a half at Toledo over under 56 and a half. Miami of Ohio getting one and a half at Buffalo over under 50 and a half. UConn getting 24 at home, over under 52 and a half. Bowling Green, minus 10, over under 52 at Akron. Ohio, getting 11 and a half at Kent State, over under 65 and a half. And then we drop all the way down to another hurricane game and full stop for the 4 p.m.s before we continue. Georgia Southern, getting 10 and a half, over under 61 and a half. That totals down a full touchdown since, um, you know, the hurricane news came up at Coastal Carolina. Fermi, I'm going to stay away from that game. I will say this, a lot of action, so we got to get our boys back here. But I might take the team total on Ohio State to go over. Do I trust Rutgers to put up? I mean, Ohio State has proven that they could put up over 70 when they want to. Do they want to? I don't know. Now that they're ranked third, maybe? I don't know. If that that team total is 42, I'll probably take it because I think they score at least 45, and then they might call the dogs off. There are some other good games in there, Fermi. Don't know if you're taking anything. Yeah, so I'm I'm probably going to be on Bowling Green minus eight and a half. Matt McDonald's supposed to be back this week. He was out last week with a hit pointer against Mississippi State. Really showed um, their offense did score a couple, but it it still allowed the over to happen. But most of that was on Mississippi State. Um, so I do like Bowling Green if McDonald's is back. They're gonna they're gonna torch Akron. Um, Iowa State minus three. I think this is where the Kansas run finally ends. Um, I, I think Iowa State's just a better team. Dan, Daniels has been unreal against Kansas, but Duke gave him a pretty big scare last week. And I, I think Iowa State's going to roll here, even though it's at Kansas. Uh, the Georgia Southern Coastal game, I'm likely going to fade as well. Uh, but 
I I wanted to take George Southern in that one or the over. That was my initial lean. But it, with sloppy weather, I can't I can't go with a passing team. Um, I think Coastal would probably cover if it's sloppy. Should have went over on that uh, that Kansas game. That was a that was a shame that there was a missed extra point, and that's what cost me. But it's what happens. Going from four till eight o'clock. Texas A and M getting four at Mississippi State. Over under forty five and a half. Florida Atlantic minus four. At North Texas, over under 68.5. South Alabama, minus 9. Look at this. Over under 47.5 at Louisiana. California, getting 4.5 at Washington State, over under 53.5. Liberty, minus 3, over under 41.5 at Old Dominion. UTEP, minus 3 at Charlotte, over under 50. Wow, interesting to me. Cincinnati, minus 9.5, over under 58.5 at Tulsa. LSU, minus 9 at Auburn, over under 45.5. UL Monroe, getting 7 at Arkansas State, over under 59. Troy, getting 5 at Western Kentucky, over under 55.5. NC State, Getting six and a half at Clemson over under 39 and a half and two more. Oh, I'm sorry. Three more at the 730 slate. Okay. We got Virginia getting three and a half over under 49 at Duke. West Virginia minus nine and a half over under 62 at Texas and Georgia minus 28 over under 54 and a half at Mizzou. Here's what I like. I like that over in that West Virginia, Texas game at 62. I I certainly think Texas is going to come out strong. I think they're going to come out fast. And I think West Virginia is competent enough on offense uh, to, to hang with them. Not for long, but long enough to go over the total. That NC State-Clemson game, I think, is actually going to be a really good game. I am, again, surprised that that total has dropped as far as it has. I understand there's a hurricane coming through, but, man, th- there's a lot of potential. If, if those winds change or if that storm doesn't go where they predicted, that is a very saucy total to go over on. I love this Troy-Western Kentucky game. Wish I could take the over on it. Just don't trust Troy in that situation. Same thing with uh, UL Monroe and Arkansas State. Don't trust this to go over the total. Would like to think that it could. It probably will, but I'm going to have to stay away from it. Can't put my money on it. And finally, that Cal-Washington State game. Cal has put up some points recently, and Washington State did it against Oregon. 53-and-a-half seems a little low to me, but I would certainly definitely lean over in that one, Mr. Fermi. Yeah, so the Cal-Washington State game, I would not take a side. Both teams average exactly 30 points a game and 20.5 points against per game. They have the same exact third down percent um, efficiency rating as well. Those teams are so evenly matched through the first four weeks of this year, like I can't even touch it. If, if you're going to make a play, I highly recommend an over-under on that game, um, unless you have a strong lean your way. The Liberty... At ODU game is probably my favorite line of the of the of that slate. Um, I like Liberty minus two and a half. I think there's a pretty high probability there is rain coming through. Liberty is a much stronger rushing team. And then just a side note, I think weather when like weather neutralizes home field, and I, I don't mean that just meaning that you know everybody's playing the sloppy weather. It also from a fan base perspective. They're typically not sellouts. The atmosphere is very different. Game plans change. I think when, when you know, really severe weather like a hurricane comes through, I think it basically neutralizes the, the environment. I don't think home field is as important, and that's another reason I really like Liberty this week. So that will probably be on my card. Um, the NC State-Clemson game, definitely a toss-up with the weather, of course, but I think I would probably give the nod to Clemson in sloppy weather. 
I, I thought North Carolina State was going to hang with them plus six and a half, but with just the weather being so up in the air, I, I'm probably going to have to avoid that one. And then South Alabama, Louisiana. South Alabama's 4-0 against the spread this year. My initial lean was to take Louisiana plus the points, so probably puts me in a position where it's, it's most likely a fade for me. Still more 7.30 lines. Indiana getting 5.5 at Nebraska over under 60. UAB minus 10 at Rice over under 51. San Jose State minus 3 over under 42 at Wyoming. Georgia Tech getting 22 at Pittsburgh over under 49. Florida International plus 14.5 at New Mexico State over under 53.5. Colorado getting 17.5 at Arizona over under 56.5. Arizona State getting 26 over under 60 and a half at USC Stanford getting 17 at Oregon over under 64 Eastern Washington, Florida. I was hoping there would be a total on that. There isn't. So I'm going to pass. And then finally SMU on Sunday, getting three and a half at UCF over under 64 and a half Fermi. I would take USC team total over this week. I would also lean Arizona team total over, which is insane this week. And I would also lean, I'm going to go back to another game that I that I, I had said, but I'm going to touch up on again. I would certainly watch this, uh, this North Texas-Florida Atlantic game. Let's see how uh, Nikosi Perry for Florida Atlantic plays here. That might be something to watch later in the season. Let's see if they get – they've been a little out of sync right now. They're 2-3, and three, so definitely want to watch that game and see what's going on. But uh, team total over on USC, sort of thinking the over for Stanford and definitely, definitely leaning towards um, that, uh, that Arizona team total over, which sounds crazy. I don't know what it is yet, but if it's in the 30s, I think they can definitely get over that. All right, so the game that's intriguing to me is Indiana-Nebraska, over under 60. It's such, I mean, what a mess down there in Nebraska. So Frost was out. Then they go into their bye week. Mickey Joseph named interim coach. He lets go the defensive coordinator. Nebraska off a bye this week. Indiana off their first loss to Cincinnati. I, I mean, for them to lose their defensive coordinator and their head coach in a matter of two weeks. I, I don't know how Nebraska rebounds and is a four and a half point favorite. Um, I realize they're off a bye, but I don't know that that's going to do it. I, I think Indiana hangs around. Um, Tom Allen's a good coach. And I, I just think Indiana plus the points is a, is a pretty smart play here. Um, the other game I'm, I'm personally really interested in is that New Mexico state game. Um, they should win. They're 14 and a half point favorites. I need them for a season win total. They did get a win last week against Hawaii, and they ran all over them. If they start taking ball control, if they can start possessing the ball and sort of controlling the tempo, they ran all over Hawaii last week. They should do the same against FIU this week. Um, and I'm hoping they can get win number two under the belt. The I do like the USC win to, or over as well. Um, I like the game over. At 60 and a half, I, I heard you say you like their team total, and that's probably a safe bet as well. Um, Arizona State is going to score some points, though. And just because USC's defense is, is definitely their weakness, they did look pretty good last week, but I still think Arizona State with Emory Jones, they're going to score some points. Um, and they're they're in a rehaul with, with uh, what's his name, out at head coach, head coach Herm Edwards. So 
I, I think USC is a safe bet there. I don't know if they're going to cover 25 and a half. That's why I'm leaning the over instead. Fermi, so many games, so little time. We're at the 23 minute and 56 second mark. Give us some final thoughts headed into NCAA week five. Yeah, so this will be a fun one to watch. I mean, weather always plays a, an interesting role. I mean, you're going to see some 10 to three games and crazy stuff. You're going to see a lot of undefeateds going against each other. I think some really good um, showdowns in conference that, that could have some long-term implications on the conference championships. So I'm just going to try to sit back, relax, and watch some football. Hopefully the weather avoids us up here in Pennsylvania, but um, I think we're going to get some of it maybe Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, definitely over the weekend. There is one hurricane that we cannot avoid. His four-week ban has been removed. This Saturday, Romer, the Philadelphia Homer, is back on the Anonymous Gamblers podcast, making his valiant, maybe, return on Saturday morning. Let's see. We have Penn State and Philadelphia games. Let's see who he takes to be determined for Mr. Fermi. I'm Dr. Goose. Thank you for joining us on the Anonymous Gamblers podcast here for NCA Week 5, Leans, Looks, and Lines, where it's only a problem when you're losing. Talk to you guys on Saturday.